Welcome to the Backyard Chat Podcast, where we equip parents to take in God's Word and live it out in their everyday life. The Backyard Chat is back, and we have not only are we going to call her a special guest today, but she is our brand new co-host here on the podcast, and it is, drumroll please, Melissa Quinones. Hi, friends. We're so glad, Melissa, that you're back, and you're back for good. I'm (laughs) back for good. (laughs) You're back for good, and we're so glad that you are. Tell us, if people did not listen to the podcast that you were on, I think you were on episode number two, tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you a little bit more. Okay, well, I am married. I have a sweet husband named Raymond, and we have a big, beautiful, blended family. We still have three kids at home. One will be a senior, one's a sophomore in high school, and then one's in sixth grade, all girls, so... We're trying our best to figure out this girl thing. So we are excited. We're um, He actually just joined the church on Sunday. So oh, that was really cool. Wonderful. He went up on stage and was all embarrassed and joined the church with Brooke. So Good for him. We're super excited and I'm ready. I think this is going to be fun. This is going to be so fun. We have a lot of conversations just over the phone or just in our everyday life together. And it's not that we feel like we've got it all under control because we will be the first to tell you that we, we do don't. Not. But what I love about Melissa is that she's very intense intentional with how she parents, how she disciplines, loves, and guides her girls. And she holds me accountable as well, like when I talk about my boys. And she's like, yeah, but, or think about it like this, or what I heard was, or what I've tried to do. And it's just such a sweet friendship. And our conversations are so good. They're not just surface level. And so we want to bring some of that to the podcast and ask some guests to come in that have conversations like that with us or in their circle of friends so that we can just all learn from one another another. None of us have this all figured no out. Or we do not have it figured out. And but, what I love about you is you're always there to just guide me with the hand of Jesus. And you're always trying to spin it back. And I don't always think about that first. So thank you for being that friend. I don't yes. have a lot of those friends that speak that kind of language over me and my kids and my family. So we make a great I'm blessed team to have you. Man, our kids are lucky. <laughs> So I cannot believe that summer is almost over. Like it's the first of August that we're recording it this, is, and August summer's 1st. pretty much gone. It's like went when by I, in a flash. Yeah, I flipped that calendar today, and I could not believe August was here. So let's talk about something fun from summer, like something that you learned or you gained from your summer months. Well, one thing that I enjoyed this summer was we had a Bible study with some friends, and it was called Finding Finding Your People People with Jenny Allen. And it's a group that we've had Bible studies with before, but it was different. It felt really intentional, and it was quiet, and it was kind of cozy, and we had like a big kickoff and an ending thing that was more just friend and social. And there was some new friends that we did that Bible study with, and it was just neat to be able to not exactly model our friendship, but just to see how other people interact as friends. And some of them mm-hmm. are family and some of them are not. And some of them, I think, have become friends just through that yes. Bible study. They kind of found their place in their people. And I think that was really sweet. And it was special for me because it's nice to just sit back and remember the sweetness of friendship and mm-hmm. what it can be and how God had intended it. And it's biblical and the things you do to enrich other people and how they enrich your life. And it was just really sweet for me. I thought that was that was one of my favorite 
favorite things this summer. I agree. That was absolutely one of my favorites too. Just learning how the people that God puts in our life are instrumental in helping us become who God created us to be. And how if your friendship's not really going that way, how to either redirect it or do some intentional things to sweeten that up. And friends really are a treasure. And she talked, um, remember there was a whole week that she talked about fire and how important it is and having fire pits in your backyards and the conversations that go around fire pits. And I kept thinking about this podcast and all the ways that it has been used and why you chose to call it the backyard chat in the very beginning. Because we have so many conversations in the backyard and just in life together. And I thought that was a good reminder of what it means to be a friend to somebody and your whole family can see that and your kids can see it and how sweet it is. So that was one of my favorite things this summer. I don't know what else I could have done that was that intentional and meaningful other than that Bible study. So it was perfect timing for that. That was. It was was great for me. And that really was one of my favorite things. The other thing that I really walked away from summer learning about myself and my family, having boys, boys are adventurous and boys like to play. And my boys are older now. And so that floor time playing with Legos or riding bikes or doing those silly kid things are not really part of our routine anymore. Mm -hmm. And so over time, we gradually don't play as much. Like when we first put the pool in the backyard, we did. We played a lot. And Taylor's older now. He's about to be 18. And so he doesn't play. And I'm using air quotes because right. he doesn't really play. But he asked me, I guess like in April, if I would go with the youth to beach camp. And I kind of looked at him like, you want me to go to beach camp? Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure moms aren't cool. <laughs> he goes, yes. And I said, why do you want me to go? And he said, he put his head down and you could tell he was kind of embarrassed to say it. He goes, because you're fun. Like, you'll just make it fun. And I go, that's all you need to yes. say, that you want me there I'm and there. that I'm fun. So let's let's go. And while we were there, Donna Coggins and I were doing the food for all the kids and all the things. And it was a lot. We had to get up early, get the food out, clean that food up, set the next food out. They would go to their activity time and we felt so rushed. And we went to the beach and they went ahead of us because we were cleaning up lunch. And we got our swim gear on and our fancy sun hats, sunscreen screen we go down there <laughs> all the mom stuff yes all the mom stuff like total dweebs and we get down there and we really only had about an hour before we had to get back shower get dinner ready and the kids were way out in the ocean we're snapping pictures and we're laughing and here come the boys hers and mine and they're like waving so big like they are just thrilled to see us And they come walking up and they're like, come on, y'all, we got to get in. And we're going to do Moms Against Sons on boogie boards. And they had like this whole plan of how we were going to come play with them. Of course they did. And I was like, that's weird. I don't boogie board. (laughs) And there is a lot of critters out there. I don't know. I just kind of want to put my feet in and laugh with y'all. And Taylor's like come on. And Donna's all in. Like she's boy, mom deluxe. She's all in. And Taylor's like, come on, you have to. I'm like, no, I'll stay with the stuff. He's like, no, you're going in. And I said, Taylor. And he leaned in and he goes, if Mason was here and he asked you to come play with him, you would. Ooh, burn. I know. And I was like, (laughs) dang. So I did. And we had so much fun. But when we went on vacation, our vacation plans got changed and we went to my in-laws in Santa Rosa, New Mexico and just played. Like, that's what we did. I know y'all's pictures look so much fun. Yes, it was fun. And we played. And when we left, I had kind of said, guys, sorry, like we didn't get to go to Florida like we had planned. And Taylor said, that's okay because we got to just play and have fun. 
And I like sat on that the whole 12 hour drive home because I realized after those two occurrences that our kids still want us to play with them no matter how old they are and that we really have to just put things down and just be silly and just play with them. And I do love some fun. So you do. I was all in for that, but I don't do it often enough. So right. that was my big takeaway. Play with your kids and have fun. And we just have to remember like to stop being so serious about everything. I know. No one's going to judge you in your swimsuit or your mom hat or your whatever. That's right. Your sunscreen going to work. Get out there in that sunshine and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So, Even um, though there's sharks in the water, you can still have fun. <laughs> I learned that too. I learned that lesson. So back to school time is here. Now that summer's gone, now we got to refocus and we don't want to drop the fun heading back to school. So we want to talk about a few things that we look forward to. So what do you look forward to with school starting as a mom? Well, my summer is a little bit different and it's very quiet. My kids travel and they're gone for quite a bit of time. And so I personally look forward to the the kids' activities because we don't have that in the summer. It's just my husband and I. And so going back to school, it's like the calendar comes out. I'm planning all the dates. I'm meal planning. I'm doing all the fun things. And it's the anticipation of all the things that are coming up. And some people see that as dread and I understand. But in my situation, it's fun to me and I'm excited. It's a new year. To me, kind of feels like the calendar starts in August, not January. And so I like to just get all the new routines in place and make sure the habits are good and, you know, do all the things in anticipation of what's coming forward. And so that's my favorite part. I look forward to that the most, just making sure my kids are set up for success and that we're dreaming about what we're going to do and make it a good year and all the anticipation of what's coming forward. Meal planning, you know, I don't do that much in the summer. And so it makes me feel good to make a meal for all my family. And so I'm already planning ahead on what I'm going to order and how I'm going to do that and what days it's going to be. And that is amazing. Like, can you just make yourself feel good by sending that to your besties <laughs> yes. so I can just copy and repeat and do whatever you do? Yes, it's fun. I enjoy it. It makes me feel like after I've worked all day and I've done all the driving and all the things and coming home and feeding my family, that makes me feel like I've done something for them. And whether they appreciate it or not, I'm sure is for them. But um, they do say like, when are we going to have those, you know, yummy dinners again? It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) So um, that's one of the things I look forward to. What about you? I really like the back to school shopping. I like to get them their new. I know it's so silly. I love that. I love to like get all organized. Do you like to like find coupons and sales and deals? Or or you just like to go and see all the things? I act like I do. But (laughs) when it comes down to it, the time is limited. So we just jump right in. We're like getting all the things. And I usually start in July and do a little bit at a time because this like from now on for me, it's back to school crunch at church and everything. So I don't have time to like do all of that in the evenings. And so I like to enjoy it. So we kind of start early when things start slowing down in July. And so we've already got several things. It's the shoes that are coming next. They got to have shoes. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But that is what I look forward to, just getting reorganized and everything set up for Mm -hmm. success. I agree. What's one thing that you dread? The juggle of the calendar, it seems fun now, but then in about November, December, it seems like it gets very overwhelming. And I don't want my kids to see me having a hard time on the calendar and talking about like, oh, well, she has this and she has that and we have this and we, you know, I want them to understand like these are the ways that we love our kids and serve our kids Mm -hmm. is by doing all the things with them. So just the, the balance of 
trying to keep it quiet in the conversation about all the things on our to-do list so that my kids don't hear, like, right. you know, feel the weight of the heaviness of it. Because they know. I mean, they know that you're doing all the things. Right. You got to fix your face when you're talking yes. about it. Yes. Get some Botox, yeah. girl, so you can't raise your eyebrows. <laughs> That's right. That's so funny. I'm not going to lie. You know what it is for me. I'm going to dread that 5 o'clock a.m. alarm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's the worst Getting part for me. The early. I don't mind early. I don't like super early, like when it's still dark and... Oh, I don't know. That's just hard and the rush and all of that. Having to be on time exactly somewhere. Summer is so lax where you can just kind of coast and do what you need. But that, <gasps> we got to get mm-hmm. up. And I'm going to make a back to school resolution that I am not going to hit the snooze button four times. Only okay. one time. One okay? time. One time. Just give me one time. And if you would have something to look forward to, like a coffee, a yummy, yeah. delicious coffee, then you would get up because you would want to start your day quiet with a cup of coffee. I, you just, you got to start it. I do. Maybe just try decaf. Friends, get some yummy creamer. And yeah, maybe if our listeners can pray for me to like coffee yes. this year, this will be it the helps. year. This, this is will, the year. This will be the year that yes. I'm cool enough to drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are the top three things that you get for your kids to start school? Like the things, the things that you buy to make sure that your girls, because I know it's different for everyone. I know there was one mom last week cracking me up like, I know I got to get all my kids fresh underwear and socks. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't even think about that. So what are are the things that you get for your girls? Well, I always like to buy gift cards. They tend to really think that's cool to have fresh gift cards. Like to go shopping for school? Oh, okay. They like to pay for things themselves. They tend to feel a little guilty seeing me swipe the card all the time. And so I'm um, here. Where's your, where do you want to go? Let me get you some gift cards. And then they can feel big and special <gasps> so that they got to decide, they got to choose, and they got to pay, even though it's my money. Mm-hmm. It was the gift that I give to them. So they like to shop with gift cards. What a great mm-hmm. idea. And that really probably helps you stay on budget. It does. It does. Because, you know, we have three kids at home still. And so this is the budget. And, you know, truth be told, they we shop a little bit all year long. If they need shoes, we'll go buy shoes right. or whatever. So there's not a lot of like clothing or things like they'll get a couple cute new outfits for the school or jeans that have kind of been worn a lot. We'll freshen that up. But other than that, there's not like a big, huge rush. And so I do set a budget. And so everybody has their set amount. And here's your gift card. Knock yourself out until it's gone. And then it's your own money after that. Oh, that's so fun. Dip into your little piggy bank and figure it out. So I like to shop with gift cards. That's That's one of the things. And I discovered that a couple years ago. So you do the gift card, let them get whatever mm-hmm. their three things or five things yes, or ten, whatever. whatever. They make they a list, they it. do whatever, and it's up to them. And I just drive the car and sit back. And and actually this year, my oldest daughter bought something that she thought was super, super cute. And it was. She sent me pictures. And um, it took them, and I was like, she was talking about how much she needed a little bit more money. And I was like, well, how much was that? And she goes, oh, it was kind of expensive. And I was like, Madison, I would never spend that kind of money on one piece of clothing. And, and you know, I have a full-time job. I'm a mom. I've got some money to spend on things. And she was like, okay, you're right. And she took it back and she got her money and she used that money to buy things that she could use more regularly than just so one smart. outfit. I was like, to kind of you know, you don't really need it or it's excessive or whatever. And you can do other things with that money than one outfit. Genius. So she got to learn that this year. That's a good lesson. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I think I may do that because the boys still need shoes. Yeah. Mason always asks for a budget at a store. Like, there you I go. I have a budget at a store. So that's a fun Give idea. Give him a budget and let I him shop. I think we'll do that. And then if he finds a pair of shoes he loves, and he can get something else too. That's right. That's a hat cool. or a shirt or something else. 
Well, I always feel like they need a new backpack. In the last two years, their backpacks have not needed to be replaced. Right. But I'm like, it's okay. Let's just get a new one anyway. I love bags. So I'm like, a fresh bag makes me feel like a million bucks. <laughs> and neither one of them need backpacks this year. So right. I'm kind of sad. And I'm like, are you sure you don't want one? And they're like, no, ours is good. So anyways, maybe that'll be more budget for their shoes or yes. whatever. But I do feel like backpacks are always fun. And I think it makes kids feel confident and a little bit excited. Because let's face it, most of the kids have the things that they need need. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes just having something special. I, I love when we do the backpack drive here at church and to see those kids get their backpacks. It makes them feel so confident and ready to start back to school. I always like the lunchbox too. And now the kids are way too old for that. <laughs> so for moms of younger kids, just buy the lunchbox. Just buy make it. it fun. Make it fun. Like the matching little containers. You know mm-hmm. they're going to get lost within two months, but it's so fun. If they start. want the cheesy one, buy the cheesy one. Who cares? It doesn't have to match the backpack. Yes. Just be fun. Mason got a thermos from one of my dear friends, Lacey, when he started kindergarten. And he was so proud of that thermos. And he <laughs> wanted the most gourmet meals in that thermos. And at the end of school, he got a package from her and the mail and it was a new thermos for him to start junior high and she's like I felt like you needed an upgrade and he was like this is so awesome so girl talk about menu planning he's figuring out all the things that he can pack in that thermos for junior high mac and cheese soup all the things it's a little bit more gourmet than that yeah he's got some brisket planned for I know he's ridiculous I love him Fun stuff. Okay, so more important than the things that we buy, what are some of the things that you do in your home to help your kids be successful as they start the school year? Well, I think routine is really specific to each individual kid in each family. So that's always at discretion. You can't mm-hmm. really tell anyone what kind of routine to have. It's just best that's to right. figure that out on their own. And that just takes some intentionality and figuring that out. I mean, I have one daughter that stays up really late. She doesn't need as much sleep. Her brain doesn't shut down easily. So I can't set specific bedtime routines or, you know, that kind of thing because it doesn't apply to everybody. And they wake up so differently. My oldest is not going to have first period this year. So she's going to be able to sleep in a little bit or do things that she needs to do. So that's real specific. Um, That doesn't always apply in every household the same. But one thing that I remind myself to do over and over and over is just for my daughters that have social media is just really asking them like, okay, let's look at your social media. Who are you following? Is it encouraging? Do you feel good when you see those things? If not, let's not follow them. You know, let's not start the year already feeling bad about yourself. It's important to have lots of good self-worth in the way you talk to yourself and the way you view yourself. And social media, I mean, there's all the research. I listen to tons of podcasts about it and just making sure that we set the right boundaries with some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And in the summertime, it gets lax because, you know, they're home and they're this. And, they're, and you tend to kind of not be as intentional about what you're doing in the summer because mm-hmm. there's a little bit more free time. But it's really important in my home that we have those kind of discussions. No, that's really good. My mom always said, we got to get back on a routine. Yeah. Like that was my mom's thing. And I always appreciated it as a kid. And I didn't even realize it until I was an adult. But Kids need structure and they need that routine. They need predictability and consistency. And so whenever we set that routine back into place, it's better to do it. Like Mason set a plan. This is so funny. In July, he was already starting to talk about back to school. And this is the kid that really doesn't care for school that much. And I wanted to kind of say, are you excited? But I thought, don't do it. Don't kill <laughs> Don't kill the vibe here. Be and cool, he, mom. Yes. Be cool. And he goes, I think I'm going to set my alarm and I'm going to start getting up at six. And I'm going to go to bed at nine. And this was like July 20th or something. And I said, already? 
And he goes, well, I mean, we got to kind of get back on a routine. I'm like, oh, the words of your mother and your Mimi. And I said, you're right, we do. And I'm like, but let me ask you, do you want to start that now or rather enjoy a little bit more of summer, maybe start that in August? And he's kind of looked at me and he goes, well, I mean, I'll just start tomorrow. It's Monday. And I said, that's totally cool. And I said, I'm going to kind of start doing that August 1st. And he kind of looked at me and he goes, oh, yeah, then I can have like 10 more days and then I can do that August 1st. And so last night he realized that the next day was August 1st. And he's like, I'm going to set my alarm and I'm going to get up early and I'm going to get back on a routine. And He like laid out the plan Mm. and it kind of made me think it's beneficial to let your kids be a part of the plan Mm -hmm. as you're creating it. Because just like for parents, we have to understand the why behind what we're doing when we're disciplining and guiding our kids so that we could be passionate about it and that we're firm. If we don't really understand why we do the things that we do with our kids, we're like, oh, sure, break that rule. It's sure, fine. Yeah, no Whatever. And so if the kids have their heart wrapped around why that's important, they'll learn to choose that for themselves. And what we really want to do is raise adults. I right. mean, we're not just going to have this little eight-year-old forever. Mm-mm. They're going to become adults. And so all these things that we do help them as they get older to choose that for themselves and to make good choices. And so I thought that was great. So routine, I think for us is is mm-hmm. really key. It really, really is. I love how you talked about social media. I think screen time for kids of any age from preschool all the way up to high school Summer gets long. Mm -hmm. Like we have adventures and fun things to do, but it's hot outside. And I have a feeling most of our parents and our listeners are probably going, yeah, my kids have had a lot lot of screen screen time. time. And if I'm being honest, I've had more screen time this summer than I usually do. It can be okay to have screen time. Not going to say that it's not, but just to get back in gear and help your kids get that boundary Mm -hmm. set up, especially as you start the school year, they're going to want to come home and probably veg out. I mean, they're going to be around a lot of people, a lot of things, Um, and just to have some downtime, but set those boundaries and just decide, you know what, I'm okay with an hour a day or whatever. And if your kids push back and they're like, but we always get to be on them or they kind of push back on those limits. I really think it's okay if we say, you know what? I know mommy and daddy kind of let you do that this summer because it was hot outside and we didn't have a whole lot going on, but we've decided that it'd be a better choice on our part if we limited that. And here's why. And just kind of share your heart with your kids and just say, I kind of screwed up. Like, I Mm -hmm. wish I hadn't have given you so much time. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do this different. And we're going to start off on the right foot because that also gives your kids permission to restart. When Mm -hmm. things get a little bit out of control, just to hit the restart button and just start fresh. So I think to be able to do that is super excellent. And I want to say, please, please, please pray for your kids. Like pray (laughs) them up one side and down the other each and every day and pray with them. Let your kids hear you pray for them Mm -hmm. and encourage them to say, what what is it that you're, you're afraid of? Or what is it that you're feeling? What can I pray for? Your kids will tell you over time. It might be kind of awkward at first if it's something you've never done, but just pray with them. Pray with them before they go to bed when they're little, when they're older. It would be real weird if I went into Taylor's room. Crawled in bed with him and started praying. (laughs) But I will tell him the things that I'm praying for him. I'm praying for you this year for this, or this is Mm -hmm. my big prayer for you. And when things start to happen, I'm like, Taylor, I've been praying that for you, and here's why. And Mm -hmm. just explain that. It makes your kids feel so loved and treasured to know that you're praying for them. I've seen a bunch of stuff on um, Facebook 
Facebook recently, they're doing prayer walks at schools and it's not churches that are doing them. It's just individuals that are inviting people and saying, Hey, on August, whatever, we're going to walk around our campus and we're going to pray. And I thought, well, that is cool. Cause you know, it's not just we're telling people to do this or, you know, advising or Mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, this is on everyone's heart. Everyone wants to start their kids on the right foot. So if you can go and pray for other people's kids at their schools, do that. I mean, You know, prayer whatever you changes can do. everything, and it's so, so important. And speaking of prayer, we have a really cool resource that Melissa found on Christian parenting. Do you listen to their podcast? I listen to their podcast, and um, they were talking about a back-to-school recently on a podcast, and I very quickly went over and clicked on the link and sent it to you, and it seems like a neat thing. It's 37 weeks of prayer for your children. And to it's pray a, the Psalms To pray the Psalms kids. over your kids, and it's a prayer journal, which I thought was different. It's not a Bible study. And I think she actually talked about this year, the author of it, they talked about how they're having additional pages in there that you write the prayer down, but you also can journal other things throughout the weeks that you're praying it. So I thought it was a really cool resource and I'm excited. I've never done that before. I didn't know there was resources like that available. So when I saw that and heard about it, I thought, wow, that's neat. I've had a prayer journal for my kids that I did, like that cute book that you gave me Mm -hmm. with my initials on it or whatever. Mm -hmm. I have several of those. When they were little and they would learn a Bible verse, I would put that in there in the date that they learned it and then a prayer for them. And so I love how this is intentional because it gives you some great Bible verses and some things to focus on, like your kid's salvation. Man, oh man. And that's one of the very first ones, I believe, that Mm -hmm. you jump in there and you pray for your kids to know and love Jesus Mm -hmm. and that their relationship with Jesus is so important and that you understand that and you do all that you can for them to grow in their love for their Lord and Savior. I mean, it does not get any better than that. So I'm super jazzed about this resource. In fact, we're so excited that we ordered a couple copies to give away. Yes. So stay tuned to our Instagram page to find out how you can be a lucky winner of one of these incredible resources. We'll Mm -hmm. also have them at our check-in desk at CBG Kids. So if you want one, you can grab one. They're incredible way to pray for your kids. There's lots of things we can talk about, and it's different for everybody. We just wanted to share some of the things that we do in our home to hopefully inspire you or to get you thinking, like, what is it that my kids need to be successful? What can I do to set them up, not just with physical things, but what can I do to just shepherd them and love them and guard their hearts and set them up to be successful in this world because in case you haven't noticed it's a crazy world out there (laughs) yes and we want them to hear from us the good things about them and the good qualities and the way that God intended them to be. We don't want the world to get a say in who they are and how they feel about themselves. So it's important. It's really important. It matters. That's exactly right. Exactly right. So our next podcast is coming soon. And what we're going to talk about is God's big story. We are super pumped here at our church at CBG Kids. We are going through the Bible starting in August all the way through May. So for the entire school year, we're going through the Bible starting in Genesis. Genesis all the way through Acts. And we're going to learn about God's big love for us over time and how all of those stories weave through to help us understand how much God loves us. And so we can't wait to do that. And next podcast, we're going to talk about some really cool creative ways that you can create a rhythm in your home to help 
help your kids be in God's Word and to know God's Word. Sometimes it feels a little like homework to sit down and read your Bible, not just for kids, but for adults. And there are ways that we can be in our Bibles that's fun for kids and to get them super excited. Just a quick story. At one of our kid events this summer, we had some extra time. We had a vendor here to do a paint party with the girls, and it ended early. And so we just had the kids partner up. We gave them all a Bible. We looked up the Bible verse for the day and talked about it. And two of the little girls went home, and they don't go to church. And the mom has been saying that she wanted to bring them. And she goes, that's it. I'm bringing them. She said they came home so excited that they got to look up a real Bible verse in a real Bible. And they were so excited. And she was like, I need to know more about how to do all this. And I said, well, join the club because we're all always learning. Like none of us have it figured out. We're learning together. So jump in. So we want to make it come alive for kids. And we're going to talk about that in our next podcast. That's so fun. I can't wait to spend some time with my crew kids and hear, you know, them get to learn about God's big story. Because sometimes it's it's not all about the fun things. You know, there is a message to be heard and it's time for, you know, big kids and little kids and to, to really hear it and, and everything we can do that can help them soak it in and and put it in their heart and tuck it away for rainy days. And when they have trouble older or younger and with friends and with teachers, I mean, it matters. It's really important. So I'm excited. I think this is going to be great. Me too. Me too. Okay, so let's end in a fun way. Okay. We were kids once too. And we were kids from the 80s. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> from the best time ever. So what was your favorite thing that you got to have or you, your mom bought you or whatever when you went back to school as a kid? So I always got to pick out, you were talking about lunch kits, I always picked out those metal lunch kits. Yes. And it was like strawberry shortcake or whatever the thing, Barbie or whatever the thing was. And inside at the thermos. thermos. Yes, And you got to like put your drink in the thermos every single time. So looking back, my mom has found all sorts of things she had in storage. And there are still metal lunch boxes in there. Oh my gosh. And there was like Disney ones from before Disney was all the rage. Mm -hmm. You know, you could just buy off the shelf. So anyways, that was that, that was so fun. fun. I remember, I, I very clearly remember picking out a metal lunch. Oh, I may too. not have got a backpack or, I think back then we had trapper keepers maybe. That is my and favorite you carried thing. them like in your, you know, hip pocket kind of on the side to show off all the color. Is that your thing? Yes, is that, that is totally my thing. Is <laughs> so you had that keeper. on one side and your metal lunch kit on the other and you were like set. <laughs> you are so cool. Yes, I love to get a trapper keeper. <laughs> There is something about that, opening up that Velcro (laughs) and like open it up. Look at my organization, all my super cute folders in here with my matching pens and pencils. Oh, Oh, man. But also when I was in elementary, I loved a new school box. And like they made them that look like a tackle box. Oh. And you could get them at our, our Hallmark stores when we were kids. They were like Hello Kitty or something. Oh, yeah. But they like opened up like a tackle box. That was oh. some serious organization. I didn't have that. You were flexing hard when you would get out your thing and all the kids would be like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, so good. So good. And don't forget the smelly pencils and erasers. That was always a treat too. So my other thing that I remembered was I always got one outfit from 579. Do you remember that oh, store? Yes. It was like mm-hmm. kind of the skirt and the matching top or the shorts and the this. I got one outfit a year. And so it was like a whole thing that my mom took me to 579 and I got to pick out an outfit. <laughs> That's so fun. That was my first day of school outfit. See, you got one new thing and like a pair of shoes and then you got lunch kit or made something. Made you feel fun. so good. Uh-huh, yeah. See, that's what we're doing. We're out here making memories for our kids. <laughs> one day they're going to be in their 40s talking about all the cool stuff that they got for back to school. So Let's hope they do. That's right. So you guys go out and make some memories and get your kids set up for success. And most importantly, pray for your kids and pray with your kids. Let's make this a great school year. 
If you don't want to miss a single episode of the Backyard Chat Podcast, be sure to follow the show in the Apple Podcast app by clicking the three dots in the top right corner of your screen. And if you're feeling really adventurous, click on the arrow to share with all your friends. We hope that you will join us again. We We can't can't wait wait to chat chat with with you. you.